Recording live from Twickenham Stadium, this week's home of your Los Angeles Rams, it's the Seahawks Nest Quick Shot. <laughs> Twickenham. No, Twickenham. Twickenham. Like, a, like, like what Canadians call bacon. <laughs> <laughs> the third worst uh, football town that the Rams have called home. <laughs> All right, Kevin, uh, hit us with our records for the season. All right, Nathan uh, was a stellar 11-4 and four last week. Ooh. Eric was 9-6. and six. <laughs> And I finished above five hundred eight and seven. It was a pretty decent. Oh, you kept podcast. your you kept your uh, record above five hundred nine. I did clearing water. Comeback so trail. Eric still first overall fifty eight yes. and thirty four. Nathan closing the gap at fifty six and thirty six. And uh, I'm still treading water, though probably not Vegas wise at forty seven and forty five. Yeah, forty seven forty five. Kevin, I just gotta just go with Vegas favorites, man. You'll you'll get there. No, <laughs> that, that strategy will not cause a comeback, so don't do that. All right, so we're gonna start off Thursday in Lambeau Field. The Bears go to Green Bay as seven and a half point underdogs. I want to pick the Bears so bad because I want Mike McCarthy to get fired. <laughs> just putting that jinx back on there again. I just want I just want to root for it, man. Like I just did something. I just I miss I wish Mike McCarthy well. I hope he finds a coordinator position three days after he gets fired and is being paid <laughs> buku dollars. Okay. So is he like North Turner? I just want him He's not that good. I just don't <laughs> want him to be the head coach of the Packers anymore. Someone could be able to get more out of this talented roster. Here's the thing, Aaron Rodgers is broken, but the entire Chicago team is broken. Yeah. Except for uh, Jordan except, Howard. Except for Brian, Hoard, Brian Hoyer and Jordan Howard. Brian Hoyer's been tearing it up, except for he can't get in the end zone. Yeah, it's but like every he can time get them they, down the field. Hoyer tearing it up just makes me like look even more forward to that terrible if four interception game. are no expectations for Brian Hoyer, things are good with Brian Hoyer. When expectations come in, he falls apart. He's got performance anxiety. Absolutely. I mean, so far this season, he's completing 68% of his passes. He has six touchdowns versus zero interceptions. I mean, I... He's this I, year's Kirk Cousins. He plays I for like, the Bears. I like Brian Hoyer. I think he's like surprisingly decent. <laughs> sneaky decent. He's, he's sneaky twentieth best quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's getting into the Dalton Cousins discussion. Yeah, he could be he could be the third wheel of that discussion we always have. He might be the best Michigan State quarterback in the NFL right now. Ooh, tough to say. So the Redskins look good last last week. We'll talk about that later. You know, uh, unlike you, Nathan, I do not want the Packers to get better. So I believe that I I want the Bears to win for that reason. They won't, though. I'm picking the Packers. I'm also going to go with the Packers. I just think that they can take advantage of that defense too much, even with their running back situation in denial. All right. So, so far, the Bears have lost by 9, 15, 14, 6, and 1. Uh, they've won by 3. They're, ga- they're losing games close-ish. And uh, I think in this rivalry game, they'll play good enough to cover, but not good enough, quite good enough to win. Mike McCarthy saves his job, which is unfortunate because they're going into a bye in Green Bay. And I'd really like to see them with 10 days off to get a new coach. Or actually more, because they had a bye. So like four, say 18 days off. Same Whatever. with me. Interim head coach, Dom Capers. Uh, okay. Anyway. Uh, next, we head to Twickenham Stadium, where at 6.30 a.m., the Rams will ho- play host to the Giants. Giants are three-point favorites. I am going to pick against the Rams the rest of the year because they're three and three right now. So I figure worst case, I go five and five. <laughs> the Giants are on all sort of hype right now. I think the Rams are going to win this game. I uh, I like the Giants here. Um, the Rams started off super hot. They were the uh, the darling team, but their offense has been terrible, and now their offense is starting to ramp up, and their defense is showing all of its warts. So I think this is the week where both of those things don't work as well as we'd hope, <laughs> and uh, this. New York Giants really put it on him. Uh, Odell Beckham looked like he finally figured out how to have fun playing football again, and he looked really impressive 
last week. And their receivers are much better than the secondary in L.A. I just worry about that Giants offensive line, but I still i am definitely going Giants. The surprisingly average cheap, uh, Saints head to Kansas City to face the Chiefs as six-and-a-half-point underdogs. Uh, Chiefs have Marcus Peters, who has Velcro sticky tape hands, and they can they have a good pasty. New Orleans still has no defense whatsoever. I think since it's in Kansas City, I'm going to take Kansas City in a slight upset. It's a hard pick here because New Orleans is explosive. The defense in Kansas City has its spots, and Kansas City is sneaky good on offense. Ugh, this is hard. This is a pick em game. Kansas City. Uh, Drew Brees is averaging 347 yards per game, first in the NFL. Uh, people know that there's one bad thing about New Orleans is their defense, and I'm not sure that their defense can... I'm not sure the Chiefs' offense is going to be able to take advantage of that enough. I'm going to take the Saints here on the road, and hopefully uh, Andy Reid's cookie, uh, cookie sheet that he's looking at for plays doesn't really help him too much. All right, let's go to Nissan Stadium where Tennessee plays host to the Indianapolis Colts. Tennessee is three-point favorites. Are the Titans for real? Like, is this? Are we? Are we really to, ready to anoint them South champions? Wait a minute. Are you saying you have to be for real to beat the Colts? <laughs> no, I'm just saying like the Titans are favored at home against the Colts. And if you asked me before the season, I would have said that is unthinkable in Vegas. You know, in Vegas odds, that was unthinkable that they'd be just the straight up favorite. You underestimated the exotic Smash Mouth. That's what happened. <laughs> Titans off. Titans offense actually is pretty decent. Yeah, that's, it really that's been is. the most surprising part of the, their whole resurgence is Marietta looks good and Demarco Murray is the second best running back in the league right now. It's yeah. it's hard because I picked the Colts to win the division because I just figure this division is terrible. Whatever, Colts are going to win. I'm picking Tennessee in this game. I'm going to take Tennessee at home. I think Demarco Murray runs wild like Hulkamania all over them. <laughs> I agree. Let's make it three for the Titans. The Vikings head to Lincoln Financial Field, two and a half point favorites against the. Home Eagles. Will it be any given Wednesday, or the Vikings defense be able to stop them? I think the Vikings defense can stop anyone. And so I, I'm i not about to start betting against the Vikings defense against a rookie quarterback. Sam Bradford revenge game. Give me the Vikings. Absolutely. <laughs> Never discount the revenge games against players that are on good teams, at least. And also, the the Eagles have good defense, but the Vikings have a very easy schedule so far. Vikings will win. Yeah, Vikings have a great defense, too. Harrison Smith just, I mean, they have not allowed more than 16 points all year. They've beat the Titans, the Packers, the Panthers, the Giants, and the Texans, which, looking back, we can say, like, only two of those teams are playing very good right now. So, I, but I I mean, holding all teams down to 16 points or less is pretty damn impressive. Uh, yeah. Vikings defense is the one to watch They've here. beaten the schedule that was put in front of them. Like, you can't ask more than that. Oh. The Bengals at Paul Brown Stadium will play host to a team that wears an orange helmet. That's right, the Cleveland Browns. Their Bengals are 10-point favorites. The Cincinnati trying to be Browns against the Cleveland Browns. Cincinnati <laughs> is uh, looking like they are fall- They are falling down the tiers for me, just, just rapidly falling down. I don't even think they're the good-bad team. I think they might just be the bad team. Like they, I'd have no idea what's going on in Cincinnati. Maybe they got demoralized from the playoff loss last year. Right, just maybe that that was it. That the Steelers just took their soul. I mean, every team they've lost to is good, but they barely beat the Jets. And now I'm starting to think that that was like a sign that we should have known right there. That oh wait, these teams both are uh, very questionable. Yeah, but the bright spot in Cleveland last week was Cody Kessler. That's never good. <laughs> well, it's Cody Kessler and the, their their new wide receiving phenom. 
Terrell Pryor. Pryor. Their yeah, wide receiver, awesome. quarterback, running back, phenom, Terrell Pryor. Uh, I don't think they have any chance in this game, though. The Bengals are going to win just over sheer talent. Does I Cleveland go 0-16? Cleveland has the potential to go 0-16, but they can actually score. Score. It's just can their defense stop anyone enough to a level. Here's the reason they're not going to go 0-16. They have a home game against the Jets and a home game against the Chargers, and one of those games they're going to have a chance to win at the end. I think if there's a sneaky game they can win, it will be this one. I'm picking the Bengals. <laughs> I am definitely going with Cincinnati. All right, here we go. This is first. This is the first one I think is a really challenging pick, like where you can go either way. Detroit is at home at Ford Field to face the Washington D.C. football team. Matt Jones is back, guys. What do you think? <laughs> Matt Jones is back. Hey, he was awesome last week. Yeah, yeah. He he has his moments every three games. Uh, I'll say this is a pick'em game, but. I don't believe in the Redskins. They they keep winning off, I don't know what, Detroit Lions. Go Lions, go. My exact notes on this game are toss-up. Both are very okay with significant flaws. So, <laughs> you want Detroit, Eric? I do. What are you looking at, Nate? I don't know. I haven't decided yet. I'm thinking right now. <laughs> I'm not giving you any hints. That's about where I'm at. <laughs> um I think <laughs> Kevin's like looking for someone to convince him, but no one can because this game is hard to pick. Hey man, yeah. go crazy, pick a, pick a tie. You can pick a tie. I'm gonna go ahead and pick Washington. I I'm leaning towards Washington as well. I think Washington has more talent. I don't really understand the line here. Is the biggest thing for me. I feel like Vegas is basically begging you to take Detroit. It's saying like, oh, you only have to give a point at home to take the Lions, and it makes it feel like a super big trap. So that that's what's pushing me towards the Raiders. All right, at Everbank Field. The Redskins, Field, you mean? At Everbank Field, this is the inex- trademark, inexplicable line of the week. Jaguars are one-point favorites against the Raiders. Uh, Why? Raiders have a home game this week. They're not playing on a baseball field, so I'm going with the Raiders. Yeah, the Raiders are 3-0 and on the road. They're really good when they get away from that baseball field, so I'm going to go with the Raiders as well. But everyone who goes to Jacksonville is having a home game because there's more fans of whatever that team is than Jacksonville. Absolutely. I don't think it's, as ba- it's not as bad as the Chargers, but it is pretty bad uh, in Jacksonville. It's not like San Diego levels bad, but it's getting there. The future Las Vegas Raiders will win this game. All right, so the Raiders will go to 4-0 and on the road. The Dolphins play host to the Bills at Hard Rock Stadium. Buffalo... Four and two, they're three-point favorites. Miami's win over the Steelers was a fluke. I'm going with Buffalo here big time. you got to look at the offensive line for the Miami Dolphins, and when they protect the uh, the quarterback known as Ryan Tannehill, Tannehill plays better. They win games. I'm not saying Tannehill looks good, but the Bills are four and two, man. No one's talking about this. They're a game out. I think the Bills are going to catch fire here. They win. I don't think the AFC is very good. Um, in general, like I just don't think that the AFC has any really great teams this year. Maybe Pittsburgh when they're all healthy, but they're not all healthy, so that's not a thing that we have to even think about. Um, Buffalo, ever since Rex Ryan removed his lap band, has become a team resurgent. So I'm going to vote for the lap band. Give me the Bills. <laughs> lap band all season. Lap band of brothers. Until they lose, I'm going to keep mentioning that <laughs> lap band. Uh, the Ravens head to the new MetLife Stadium to face the New York Jets. Even line. The someone start off. It's not me. <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick is still the starter. He got benched in the last game for Geno Smith, and that did about what you would expect, which yep. is immediate nothing. interception. Nothing. Geno Smith is the only thing I can think of that's worse than Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's the real deal. If the real deal is a terrible football player, 
I just can't handle it. I don't know what to do with this game, but I'm going to take the Ravens because I've been on the Ravens all year. I think the Ravens are like, they're a team that could totally end up back ending their way into the playoffs in this mediocre to bad AFC. Ravens. Ugh. The idea of it clean sweeping for either team here just makes my stomach turn. Didn't Matt Jones gash the Baltimore defense? That should right. never happen. The Ravens are two and one on the road though. Uh, they started off three zero. Now they're, they've lost three in a row. So maybe they're going to just—that's a pattern. Three, 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 three. I'm going to take Baltimore. <laughs> I guess I—I I don't feel good about either of these. Uh, all right. Now we're going to switch to the afternoon game. So we got the Buccaneers uh, heading to Levi Stadium to face the 49ers. Tampa Bay one and a half point favorites. This is a tough one. The Buccaneers have not won at home yet this season. They've been playing better on the road than at home. Uh, I can't really think of any other things to say about this game. <laughs> Nothing good about Jameis Winston or... Jameis Winston has thrown eight interceptions this year and has been terrible since like week three. Man, this is the this is the week of pick'em games. Jameis Winston is such a hot and cold player, so I have to feel like it's going to come back around the other way. I mean, as stupid as it sounds, it just feels like he's due for one of those games where everyone's like, oh yeah, Jameis Winston, next guy. So I'm going to go with Tampa Bay in a shockingly impressive game for no real reason. Uh, I'm going to go 49ers. I, no reason. I think uh, Tampa Bay caught Atlanta off guard in week one. I think that they kind of surprised Atlanta. They were prepared. And I think it's some of that like Ken Wisenhunt style full off season <laughs> to prepare to stuff. Say. Because at, since that point, they have looked terrible. They barely beat a carolina team that we now know is not very good so i'm gonna go all in on the old 49ers give me the chi- give me the fighting chip kelly's to squeak one out all right the chargers head to the georgia dome to face the falcons falcons are six and a half point favorites falcons gonna be hot after last week um and they they look like a legitimate team against a really good seattle team and san diego beat Denver, but it was with Trevor Simeon not looking the best. And the coaching staff not being at full strength, which I think is a factor. I think Kubiak's a pretty solid coach. And so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take Atlanta. I think the health is just too many hurdles to overcome for San Diego. Yeah, I have Atlanta because this is San Diego we're talking about. Atlanta wins. All right. So I, I think I agree with you guys. Atlanta is good. But I don't think you should underestimate the Chargers. DVOA has that their offense is 8th and their defense is 12th. This team is much better than anyone's giving them credit for. 6.5 points is way too big of a line. And in fact, I'm just going to suck it up and pick the Chargers here. Really? Uh, wow. All right. The Patriots head don't to Heinz Field to face the Steelers as 7.5 point favorites. Ben Roethlisberger not playing. I think we can all just chalk this one up. Patriots? Hoodie. Uh, yeah, no, Ben, definitely. Yeah, just too bad. Land- what would you say if Ben Roethlisberger was playing? Do you how much do you think the Patriot or the Steelers would be favored by? Um, five. I'd say three. Yeah. So okay. So we're saying it's about a ten point swing though. Just Ben Roethlisberger to Landry Jones, ten points. All right, we got to go quick. Sunday night game: Seahawks head to Arizona as one and a half point underdogs. Listen to uh, our other podcast: Seahawks uh, win. Seahawks, Arizona. Uh, Tex- Texans head to Denver. Denver is seven and a half point favorites. The battle of the four and two teams. 
Osweiler's Revenge. <laughs> Remember what I said earlier about watch the revenge game of uh, players on good teams. Denver wins. Do you think this is Von Miller's Revenge where he just destroys yeah. Brock Osweiler for an hour? I'm going to take the Broncos too. I can't favor Houston in very many games. Outside of their own division, I'm going to pretty much pick the other team. So I'm going with Denver. All right, quick hitter. Uh, this is the two teams that are on by this week, the Cowboys and the Panthers. If I would have given you a bet and I said the Cowboys are going to – one of these teams is going to be 5-1 and one, and the other one's going to be 1-5. and five. They did this on the Bill Simmons podcast this week. How much money would you have put on the fact that the Panthers would be the 5-1 and one team and the Cowboys would be the 1-5 and five team, knowing that Tony Romo's hurt? Uh, not much. Honestly, Honestly, I did not see the Panthers going five and one. But I mean, if you, I thought they'd if be I like said, three and three. Crystal ball, like one of these teams will a hundred percent be five and one. I think that most people would have been like, "Oh, Carolina, bank it down. Let me put my uh, mortgage on this one." Absolutely, but you know, I'm not high on the Panthers. I would have at least made a joke like, "Wow, the Panthers are going to be one and five, huh?" I still unbelievable <laughs> that Dallas is five and you'd one. Have made, you'd have made the joke and then bet on the Panthers anyway. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I'll put twenty on the Panthers. I don't know. I think you look at that schedule; it's not that surprising that. Dallas could win against that team. True. Against those teams, you know. Yeah, I mean, the Panthers, they get to play the 49ers, the Buccaneers, and the Saints. They, they should be 3-3 three and three, uh, by any measure. And to be honest, they only have a negative 15-point differential. Like, they... they Their Pythagorean win-loss should be They better. should be better than they are. All right, well, uh, I'm Nathan Sano. That's Kevin Garber. That's Eric Ronnebeck. Uh, this is The Quick Shot. Uh, hit us up on Instagram, just soon, coming soon, TM. Uh, SoundCloud, Twitter, Facebook... Uh, iTunes, tune in, Stitcher. iTunes, Stitcher, uh, all these other Patreon. websites. Uh, we'll see you. See you next week.